Welcome to the Advisor Talk podcast channel. This is Nick Stewart, CEO and Authorised Financial Advisor at Stewart Group. If you're new to the show, Stewart Group is a CFEX certified financial planning and advisory firm serving clients throughout New Zealand with offices in Hawke's Bay and Wellington. The information provided or any opinions expressed in this show are of a general nature only and should not be construed or relied on as a recommendation to invest in a financial product or class of financial products. You should seek financial advice specific to your circumstances from a financial advisor before making any financial decisions. A disclosure statement can be obtained free of charge. How you going, Rory? Not too bad at all, Ken. Thank you very much. Good to see you. Now, today we're going to talk all about scams, but before we get there, just remind our listeners what the Stewart Group is all about. Uh, so Stewart Financial Group is a, fin- a financial planning business uh, just on 204 Caramu Road, uh, long-established local business. We've been around since 1987, mm-hmm. helping all our clients on those financial journeys right through from you know, those that are starting out with small investments uh, right through to wealth management, insurance, KiwiSaver, retirement planning. So, um, you know, nobody's too big, too small, uh, too young, too old yes. to come and talk to us. We want to help. Now, you've got an alternative to, uh, to KiwiSaver, haven't you? The, uh, it's the ACI fund, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah, it's relatively new, only about August. No, sorry, April mm. uh, this year that we set that up. And that was we had a lot of clients coming in the door uh, that we were having to turn away saying that, you know, they weren't. Uh, the ideal wealth management client, which sounds a little bit yes. uh, <laughs> too big and lofty, but um, we're now able to help these people on their investment journey just um, start with small amounts, people that just have a little bit of extra cash and they want to put it aside and don't want to use the term deposit, and it's working fabulously at the moment. Yeah, And the beauty of that ACI scheme is that unlike KiwiSaver, you can access the ACI with the same benefits of KiwiSaver almost. Exactly. It's completely unlocked. It's a pie scheme like uh, which a portfolio investment entity, mm-hmm. exactly like KiwiSaver, uh, get all the benefits and you're not locked in. Uh, you can take the money out whenever you want. Um, it's the same as any investment product. Three to five business days. Once we sell those investments, you can have your money. Yes, indeed. All right. Let's talk about scams. I mean, it's, uh, it's fraud awareness week. So tell us about some of the most common scams that you're aware of. Scammers are professionals now. You know, we, we traditionally thought of a, a scammer as somebody sitting behind their home computer, but people are running these as businesses. Um, they're smooth talking. They know exactly what they're doing. They're technologically um, proficient. Um, so people, you know, they're getting caught at the moment. Advertisements online I'm saying they've got a brilliant product that they're going to sell. Send me the money and we'll send it in the post to you. The goods never turn up. Yeah. Is that the most right. common scam? I mean, I suppose the ones you hear in the uh, in the news the most is around investments. Mm. It's too good to be true. You're going to get huge returns. Yes. Put your money with us. We're a new business. We can do everything that everybody else promises that we can't do. It's a fabulous investment. If it's too good to be true, that's exactly yeah. what it is. You know, those people are calling up and they've got sort of niche areas that they want people to invest in that maybe you haven't heard of before. Mm. They talk you around to it and, you know, divert you to a fake website. Yep. They'll give you a fake login. Everything looks above board. 
and you never see your money again. So how do you get around those sort of things, I suppose, is um, the question people want to that know. That is the question. They want to know the answers um, to that, isn't it? I mean, yeah. how, you, how do you check this? Was because I remember once I got a letter from the uh, IRD and I was talking about a refund and I looked at the website or the page that they sent me and it looked almost 100% except there was a spelling mistake. And when I checked with the IRD, so yeah, it was not one of ours. So. Yep, so you did exactly the right thing. Check where you where the source information has come from, whether you've got a phone call, whether you've got an email, or whether you've got a letter. You don't need to act quickly. No. You know, take your time. If somebody says you've money that's owed to the RD or your road user charges is out of date or invest with us, um, just take your time. Do your research. There's no rush to part with your hard earned cash. Yeah. Is a problem though, um, Rory, that the, the scammers are so good. Like you go onto their website, you think it is the real deal website. You think, well, you know, it must be. Um, yeah, exactly. And that's what goes back to what I was saying. These are professionals. Yeah. They're setting up a website as good as any business can set up. They've got employees that are, are salespeople. So that's their role yes. is to sell to you. So again, it's not, it's not a teenager sitting behind their home computer. People are employed to scam you. Do you think that also we fall into these scams because uh, in many ways we're a bit greedy? You know, oh, that's a great return. I'm going to And you know it's too good to be true, but you can't help yourself. I think so. We're always looking for the quick fix, aren't yeah, we? Well, um, so, you know, if we can get there quicker than we, than we plan to do, then why not do it? Yeah. And that's exactly what the scammers are preying on. They, they want to give you an opportunity which is too good. Uh, you can't turn it down. But as all of us know, you know, Investments are boring. Being successful in life takes hard work. There's no quick fix. So I think they're the things that people need to t take in mind is just take your time, do your research, don't rush into things, and be suspicious. Yeah, of course. Yeah, dead right. Yeah. What surprises me is that everything you said is 100% on the button, but people are still falling for, for instance, that Nigerian scheme, you know, uh, someone has died and they've left you a, a million dollars, and we're still falling for it. Why is that? With the, with the amount of... Uh, information that is out there stuff like you're saying i think people are our biggest strength and our biggest weakness when mm. it comes to scams if we're educated and we do the training and we do our research and we read that's great but we're also inherently weak as well yes um and that's where the weakness is i mean in our office we do cyber security training we do articles we do you know podcasts such as this yes. people still Click on that button. Yeah. You know, it says, do not click here, and people want to click on it. And I think that's just human nature. It is. Tell us about Ponzi schemes, because there's just been a huge Ponzi scheme with crypto that's gone through the courts in America, isn't it? Yeah, and again, I mean, Ponzi schemes are uh, relying on people wanting to get quick returns mm. above what, you know, a market can provide to you. And so a Ponzi scheme is relies on a huge amount of people investing their money but it's not actually invested anywhere in the market mm. um, so if money is continually continuously flowing into the scheme when somebody wants to make a redemption or withdraw their money that fake investment manager then draws up a fake withdrawal request um, sends that back to the person gives them their money with their fake return yeah but the problem is as the scheme gets less and less and people withdraw more and more the money runs out because it was never invested. No. So it's it's a huge problem. People do fall for it quite a lot. But again, it's people haven't met this investment manager. People haven't met the people that they want to, to speak to. 
And that's a yeah. problem, isn't it? That's a huge problem. And that's, I really would encourage people, meet somebody face-to-face. If you have doubts, meet them face-to-face. Don't rely on the email address or the, fo- or the phone mm. number that they provide you. Do your research yourself. Go onto the company's office. Mm. See who these people are. See where their company address is. If it comes to an investment, have a look at the financial services uh, register. Mm. You know, see yeah. um, how long they've been around. And also, if it's an investment that people are talking about, then have a look at disclosure register. Any investment in New Zealand must be on a disclosure register. And if it's not, it's fake. Yeah. And also, I, I guess a big problem now is AI, because, I mean, I could take your voice from this recording take your picture if I had a camera in here and I could have you talking all about investments and you know if I was doing a zoomy with you how would I know it wasn't you uh, exactly I mean that's again just goes back meet the person yeah um, come in meet them face to face and if you're dealing with a proper fiduciary they will give you advice they'll give you written advice they won't just ask you to rely on an opinion you know we're heavily regulated so when you come in and see us we've got I wouldn't want to scare people off, but there's a lot of paperwork to ensure that people understand. And that's an obligation that we have is that a client understands the investment or the insurance product or the KiwiSaver that they're getting into. Does someone who's been scammed have any recourse, Rory? It depends on really how you've been scammed. In the case of some of the banks I've seen in in the media recently, the bank relies on you authorizing a payment. Mm. So that's very difficult to get your money back yes. again. If there's an expectation that the service provider should have known, maybe there's recourse there. What I would advise any businesses out there to do is to have cybersecurity insurance policies. And what that does is gives you a sum that you want to insure your company for mm. against cyber attacks. And they will ask you to basically attest to that you have high levels of technology security, that your staff members have been trained, that you're changing passwords, that they're strong, that you use multi-factor authentication. That's hard if you're sitting at home. So what I'd encourage people to do is keep their technology up to date. Be suspicious. Yeah. Do your research. I mean, I often read that uh, people have been scammed and they've made payments to overseas and they go and blame the bank and, and they say to the bank, well, you should have known. Yeah. But like you say, they've authorized the payment. They've sent the payment off. Yeah, and you know we all use online payments mm. every day at this stage, um, and we'll get an invoice in our email, and it'll have a bank account on it, and we're the people that enter that into into the bank website and authorize the payment. So check what you're what you're paying for. If it's a bill that you're not expecting, why why rush and pay it? Yes, you know, double check. Have you had any contact with that business? Why are they asking you to pay money? Exactly. Do you think people um, who are investing uh, online in businesses or whatever, they're doing it to save themselves some money? They're going to cut the middle guy like you out of the equation because they think, that, oh, if I go and see uh, Rory, I've got to pay a fee. But if I go direct to the guy here, uh, I'm going to save that money. Um, yeah, I mean, we're all busy. We've got hectic yeah. lives. We want to do things quickly. And something which come, you know, we see in comments a lot from clients is, I'll get around to that when I have time. Mm. Generally, these things don't take time to do your research and come in and speak to somebody. Put an hour aside. An hour 
isn't a long time to sit down and talk about what your goals are. But the flip side is you lose your life savings yes, just because you're trying right. to save yourself some time. Yes. Um, so, yeah, so take uh, your time. I wonder if I came to see you and I said, uh, look, Rory, I've been looking online and uh, that there's this company called Ken Morrison uh, Productions, which is offering a 25% return uh, on my money. Would you then check out Ken Morrison Productions on my behalf? You know, so I'll come to see you as a client. And then you come back to me and say, mm. um, We would happy to give people a second opinion. Yes. And have a conversation with people about how to invest uh, rather than looking for a 25% return. As I said, investing is boring. Yes. yes. And it should be. <laughs> it's a set and forget type exercise. You want to put your money away, forget about it, and let the market do its business. So, yes, we'll do research for people that want to come in and engage with us, and we'll give them a written opinion. Yeah. One of the uh, the notes that you sent through said, uh, and so it's a really good point, that says here that real investments don't come out of the blue. They're a long time coming, real investments, aren't they? They are, and I was, I mean, I go back to my own university education. I've looked at... Um, you know, a lot of research, and we saw a movie recently as well, which goes right back to the, the 60s. So there's Nobel winning prize winners who will always, you know, provide their research on how to invest in markets. It doesn't happen overnight. People learn and they get better. Mm. And the market itself is very educated. For somebody to come along and find a niche or an area that has never been heard of before and is all of a sudden going to make you a millionaire it's highly unlikely. Yes, it is. All right. And uh, one of the points, and it's probably the, a good point to almost finish up on, if you don't, and you mentioned it, if you don't understand it, walk away from it. Yeah, there is no problem with being impolite. I don't, I don't see why people feel that we have to be polite in a phone call with somebody all the time. If you feel that this is not for you, don't give out your phone number. Don't give out your IRD number. Don't give out your date of birth. Don't give out your your address. Just say, no, this is not for me. And come in and speak. Well, you know, it doesn't have to be our office. Yes. But come in and speak to somebody who's got your own best interests at heart, a fiduciary or somebody local. Have you got an idea in closing just how much money we lose as a, as a, a country every year to scams? People have been throwing numbers out that, you know, in the, in the billions. Mm. Nobody knows exactly for sure how much is lost because we're all very private about our finances yes. and nobody talks about you. Don't talk about your parents. You don't talk about right. with your kids. And when people lose money, they're embarrassed. Yeah, exactly. They don't talk about it. So it really is a black hole. We don't know. Uh, people put their finger in the air and they have a guess. Yeah. Um, but it's a huge problem. Absolutely right. Now, if we want any sound advice about uh, our finances, we want to talk to you about uh, scams. How do we get hold of the Stewart Group? So the Stewart Group is a local business in Hastings, 204 Caramel Road. Phone number is, God, I hardly ever ring the number. So oh. <laughs> 878 <laughs> 